That Sober Guy podcast contains adult content, merciless truth, and emotional nudity. Listener discretion is advised. Yo, what's up? Thanks for tuning in today. Thanks to humans for bringing us in. Thanks to you for supporting the show. I'm hyped up right now on hope, on love, on courage, on strength, all that good cheesy shit we talk about sometimes. But I'm about to come to you straight from the heart, straight from some realness, some straight freestyle. I have no itinerary, no agenda, uh, no, no notes today, nothing thought out, nothing planned out. This is uh, simply straight from Shane Raymer's heart. And uh, I don't know, it could be light, it could be deep, it could be good, it could suck ass, I'm not really sure. But one thing I am sure of is that I'm sober today, that I'm loving life, I'm even loving the the valleys of life because, um, hey, at least I'm still breathing, right? That's the good thing. I love, uh, I'm, I'm looking right at my, uh, in, in the studio right now, I have the sticker, the keep your blood clean sticker, sober guy radio underneath, I love that helps to remind me uh, when I see that every every now and again that uh, I've came a long way and uh, so have you. You've come a long way. Even if you're in day one, you've came a long way in 24 hours. Or if you're in year five, you've came a long way in five years. It doesn't matter. Uh, we're all struggling with some of the same things. And I like to remind myself and I will do my best to remind you right now by saying this um, is the fact that Alcohol, drugs, um, sex, things we use to mask our true identities, our true selves, uh, the, the, the way that we feel, the people that we are, that we think we are at least, is just the beginning. When you start peeling back those layers, like I'm doing right now in, in working through some of the steps um, and, uh, and, and talking about things, openly communicating things, you start to find out how much shit is really buried down deep in there um, that that has never been addressed before. And so my point to this is, is I think a lot of people are mistaken uh, and, and not to any fault of their own by any means. Um, you know, I didn't just, uh, I haven't known this all my life or forever or for even that long, really. Um, just something I kind of figured out on trial and error, I guess, and talking to people is that, you know, it's not just, um, you know, it's not just alcohol that is my issue. So when I give up alcohol, when I decide that day, hey, I'm going to quit today, um, a lot of us, you know, and even myself in the beginning thought that magically all my problems were going to be solved and everything was going to go away. And um, it's funny as the months go on, or, or maybe maybe you're looking at it from a day perspective or a week perspective right now, um, a lot of that same shit is still there. The only difference is now is that we get to deal with it instead of numbing ourselves to reality. And so I like to talk about perception versus reality a lot because how I perceive things one way in the fact of me numbing my emotions, numbing my past, numbing my present, and numbing uh, even my thoughts of of going into the future because um, they're they're not really um, they're, it's not really a realistic uh, thought pattern, I guess. Um, when I'm in that moment, 
when I'm in that in, intoxicated moment and kind of out of my mind, the perception I see is actually not my reality. Uh, I hope that doesn't sound confusing. I almost feel like I just confused the fuck out of myself right there. <laughs> but let, let me try to bring this back. Um, when we're looking at things, um, you know, through through a uh, let's let's say let's use the example of a, a microscope or a telescope that that is fo- has a fogged lens, we can't see clear. And 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 you know, we might we might see something we might see things a certain way that we think they are, but really um, they're not because we don't have a clear lens there. It's only when we sober up and we get to actually find a little bit out about ourselves and start to figure out who we are. Once we unnumb, you know, that, that, that emotional part of us, then we can start to see a little bit clearly and, and the picture will get clearer and clearer as time goes on without those chemicals in our body. And then we can really start to assess the situation, the things that are going going on in our lives or the things that have gone on in our lives um, in the past. And so if we move on and we start talking about the past, well, you might ask yourself, well, I don't, or, or, or maybe you have those thoughts. I don't, I don't want to live in the past. And that's a good thing. We shouldn't be living in the past, but before we can move forward, we need to address the past. So there's a difference between um, knocking off the past and, and just shutting it out and burying it deep down inside underneath my heart, underneath my soul in this little tiny, tiny box with a lock and, and chain wrapped around it that nobody is ever going to touch. There's a difference between moving on and forgetting about that, but keeping it there. And then actually uh, in, in, a, in a healthy environment, whether it's with a therapist or a sponsor or, um, or, or a friend that you trust, uh, somebody um, from the outside looking in that can help you talk about those things and get those things out. We're not dwelling on them, but we need to address them. And I will say this, a lot of that comes through step work, whether it's Celebrate Recovery or AA or NA or any of the 12-step programs. um, That is where you're going to find those types of, um, of, of help that you know those that type of digging that you need to do is through the step work and and do and I want to be very clear do I have that figured out absolutely not I don't I worked the steps half ass the first time I did them and I'm going through them again right now very slow and I can feel a difference this time and I'm not even that far into them again um but you know the the sessions that that are um you know that are being had and and a lot of them are just conversations they're just conversations with a good dude who's experienced, who is not perfect himself. He's been through a lot of shit too, made a lot of mistakes, um, but has learned a lot along the way and, and is now, you know, doing his service in, in giving back and, and much props to him um, for doing that. And, and uh, you know, that's what this is about. It's about passing this thing on. So when I'm providing this service on um, on Sober Guy Radio it's uh it's it's not to um you know it's not to get on here and and talk a bunch of a bunch of garbage it's it's real shit i guess you know and uh it's it's really from my heart and i really do hope that it is helping somebody out there who's listening today is listening to this um so let me take a breath real quick as you can hear i am very passionate about about this topic i'm very passionate about um my recovery and uh, I'm very passionate about helping others and, and hoping that I can share something that might help you for 
all of the good men and women who've shared stuff um, out there that have helped me. You know, this isn't something that came to my mind. This is just stuff I've heard. I'm repeating. God's put words on me um, that I'm beginning to be able to listen to, I guess. I think God puts words on all of us. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm totally a rookie at this stuff, but I'm, I'm giving it my best effort here from, from what I am kind of, you know, gaining a little bit of knowledge into, um, into this topic that I think God speaks to us and he has spoken. Let me speak for me. Um, once again, uh, I, I think that he's spoken to me many, many times, many, many, many times. It's only as of, you know, more recent, am I able to start understanding and and understanding what that is and that those are actually words. It's not just my mind saying stuff to me. So I want you to think about that, whether you believe in God or not. Okay. So let's just kind of put that aside. Um, if, if you don't, if you got a problem with it, that's fine. Just put that aside. What are those thoughts that are coming into our brains, whether they're good thoughts, bad thoughts, um, excited thoughts, are they happy? Are they sad? Um, those emotional thoughts, or maybe next to those, there are decisions that we have to make, you know, Hey, go, you know, you, you walk, how many of us have walked past a homeless person on the street? And this is funny and I hope I do it justice, but me, me and my buddy, Josh talked about this on the backpacking trip uh, and I've been waiting for it to come up and here. It just magically comes up almost by accident. So, um, we're talking about walking by somebody on, on a, a homeless person on the street, right? Now, I'm so guilty of this and I'm an asshole for it, but you, you, you judge the person, right? Is he a good bum? And I hate to use the word bum, but that's the word that we used because we were kind of joking around about it. So, you know, I hope no one takes offense to that. If you do, fuck you. I don't, I don't care. Is he a good bum or is he a bad bum? Right? Is he, is he I'm going to go give that bum five bucks because he looks like a good bum. I think he's going to go get something to eat. I think he's going to maybe uh, try to try to get himself a cup of hot coffee, maybe hang out. He looks like a nice guy. He's been through some shit. Okay, then then you got the other side of this. Oh, that guy, I don't know. Maybe it's just the way he looks. Maybe it's the way he's standing. I don't know what it is. That guy, he looks like a bad bum. He looks like a piece of shit. I'm not giving him any of my money. <laughs> You're not getting shit from me, buddy. You know, what is the difference? They're both people who are in need, um, who who are in a, a certain spot in their life where God has placed them, in my opinion, um, you know, and that's right where they're supposed to be. And you might be thinking, what's the point? Just like I am right now, other than I thought that was funny, but it might not. My, it definitely wasn't as funny as, as the backpacking trip. I'll tell you that much. But how many of you have done something like that? Have judged the, the, the bum? Is he the good bum or the bad bum? And you've decided on that, that you're not going to give the bad bum money, but you'll give the good bum money. You don't know. The good bum could go in and buy a bottle of vodka and pack of smokes um, and vice versa. It doesn't, it doesn't matter though. Okay. So the, those things that, those things that are put on us, those thoughts that are put on us, um, my, my question is, where do those thoughts come from? Is that me being a judgmental prick? Is it me being, um, you know, is it, is it me? Is it God coming? I, mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I absolutely do not know in this case. Um, one thing I do know is the good bum, the bad bum, that's me. There is a part of the good bum and the bad bum inside of me. 
and it's probably about 50-50. And there's a damn, there's there's actually a hell of a chance that could have been me had I not gotten sober, had I not uh, made a decision, you know, to get some help and surrender and 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 kind of chase it. You know, I'm chasing this shit. I'm not chasing the bag anymore. I'm not chasing the dope. I'm not chasing the booze. You know, I'm chasing recovery. I'm chasing God. I'm chasing a life better um, than the life that I lived before. And I'm always clear on this too. Most people who know me personally would probably tell you, and I say this very humbly, you know, they would probably tell you that that Shane Shane was a good dude. You know, a lot of them probably don't understand. I don't even think he needed to go to rehab. He was a good dude, you know, and I, I get that. I get that. But what people don't understand is there's a battle that's going on inside of, of, of somebody. In this case, I'll, I can only speak for myself. There was a battle and there still is, but at the time it was, it was intense, this intense battle going, this war going on inside my head. Remember suicidal tendencies? War! Da, 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 inside my head! One of my favorite songs. I'm not going to try to sing it right now, but dope ass song. And that song resonates with me so much because it is. There's a fucking war going on inside of inside of me. Is it a spiritual battle between the enemy and between God? Um, yes. There's a huge part of that. Um, is there also a battle on my human side going on from me and the world, me against the world or me with the world, whatever the day may bring. Um, yes. So how am I supposed to handle business in this world? If I have no tools to fight these battles, you know, I, I need a support network. I need friends. I need family. I need a 12 step program. I need a church. I need positivity. I need to surround myself with people, with places, with things that fucking bloom positivity. They got positivity coming out of their assholes. That's what I need. That sounded gross, but <laughs> you get what I'm saying. I need that to thrive. I need that to survive. I need that to grow on the daily. Um, you know, and I I hope you can understand right now where I'm coming from, and I hope this pumps you up a little bit and lets you hear and lets you feel that emotion in my voice to say that being a dope fiend, being a drunk is not fucking cool. It is not cool. Okay, it is not. It it sucks. It's there's no way to live. It is it is a a pitiful life to live like that. And I'm not saying the people that are living like that are pitiful people. So please don't ex please don't uh, confuse that. That's not what I'm saying at all. Some of the best people in the world came from broken, alcoholic, drug addicted homes. Some of the best people in the world are out there right now on the street struggling with with an addiction that they cannot kick. You know, and and they just haven't hit that point in their life yet where God has showed them that will to change, and 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 to uh, and, and to live that purpose that they're supposed to live. Now, let's talk on that a little bit, the will part, because in my in my meeting uh, this morning, um, we talked about that a little bit, and uh, and and we talked about a certain situation, uh, two certain situations. Uh, it's kind of funny how how, um, you know, a sponsor and a sponsee or a friend and a friend or whatever terms you want to put it in can help each other and be in certain, 
um, certain parts of, of their lives can intertwine, especially being on, you know, two sides of, of the, of the States, or in some cases, two sides of the world. My point being is God puts, puts people in your lives for a specific reason. And I'm a firm believer in that. And in this example I'm talking about right now is a great example of that. So, um, you know, I, I'm sitting with um, with my sponsor, and I'm just gonna say his name, Buddy, because he's an awesome dude, and uh, I know he doesn't like that, what doesn't want the recognition, but I'm gonna give him a little bit of it right now because he's such a fucking rad dude. That we sit, you know, we're sitting there today, and we're talking about these two situations where they're they're both very similar um, in in the fact of trying to help a loved one. Um, with, with an, an addiction problem or, you know, just a life problem in general. And it was pointed out to me very quickly that it is not my job to fix somebody else. It's not my job. It, it, it is only the job of number one, God to fix them. And number two, the person to reach out to God and to surrender to that higher power and to surrender um, their life and their struggles and everything that they're going through and give it up and stop fighting themselves. I cannot force somebody to do that. No matter how much I love them, no matter how, how angry I get at them, no matter how um, hurt I am by them, it doesn't matter. And there's so much solace and peace in the fact that I know that it's God's will, that that person, no matter how much I, I love them and it hurts me to see where they're at, it's God's will that they're right where they're supposed to be. Okay, they're they're right there, and so that gives me a bit of peace in knowing that, um, you know, it's out of my hands. I can't save them. Now, what I can do is I can pray for them, and I can have hope. I can never give up hope, and I can also be have an open door policy and let them know that they're loved, and let them know that when they are ready to get some help, I am here for them. That's all I can do. That's it. Otherwise, I stress the fuck out. I, 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 I can. It can take an effect on my family, you know. And I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm saying these things, and because I know, because they have already, they've already had effects on my family. And so, this whole thing is a process, and I'm seeing two, two sides to this, to this coin. And it's, um, you know, I'm in a spot right now, and as much as that person's where they're supposed to be, I'm supposed, to, I'm right where I'm supposed to be too, and going through this. So, I mean. I'm on the side of the of the alcoholic and addict, and I guess that makes it easier for me to uh, to understand too, and all of the um, you know people that I've met in therapy and in in meetings and um, all that stuff. You know, I don't know. Here here here's what I'm saying here too. Let me make this clear. This is a learning process, and I don't want I don't ever want anyone to think, and I don't think that anyone does because I'm I'm a pretty real dude, but I don't ever want anyone to think out there that you're alone, number one. And number two, that because some guy sitting behind a microphone can talk about this shit right now, and I'm speaking of myself, it doesn't mean I got it all together. <laughs> it doesn't mean everything's perfect. It doesn't mean that I don't have my shit that I'm going through now on my personal level and with a, with a family member. So that's why this platform um, was created and it wasn't created by me. I'll tell you that much. It was not created by me. It was from something spiritual and, and much higher than I could do. I'm just the vessel to drive it, I guess, if you want to say. And I'm I'm learning these things and coming to terms with them, and they're fucking crazy. Here's one thing, too. 
I'm having an issue with this. I have a foul mouth, but I cannot help it. I feel very convicted. Um, and, and sometimes curse words come out. And I don't know where I would stand from a godly perspective on that. And, um, I, you know, I'm posing this question because I guess it's on my mind and I'm being honest, even though I don't want to address it. Because everything this was saying, no, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. Well, I'm going to say it because um, it's there. And some usually if it's telling me not to say it, <laughs> I've learned enough about myself that I should probably just say it. But I also feel like in this realm, in this, um, you know, in this community, a lot of us are from the street. You know, a lot of us have been through some shit growing up. A lot of us have seen a lot of things that we probably wish we hadn't seen or been through. And so I don't feel like I can sit up here and, um, and, and, and maybe that's wrong. You know, maybe that's wrong of me to say, I don't feel like I can sit up here and not curse, you know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll, um, graduate one day and have a very clean mouth and I'll be a perfect mouth and not this filthy mouth. But until then, fuck it. I don't care. I don't fucking care. How's that? Did that sound crazy? It probably did. I'm a little bit crazy in case anyone's wondering. And uh, my guess is you're probably a little bit crazy too. And guess what? I am fine with that. I'm glad. I'm happy. I'm, I'm a little weird. I'm happy. I'm a little bit off. That makes me me. That gives me character. Gives me character. Gives me passion. I hope everyone's doing great out there. Um, I want to mention one more thing. Watch that that uh, Macklemore video, drug dealer. I posted it up on the uh, on the Facebook page and on my page, and dude, that thing made me cry. Um, it really did. It brought back some some memories. That scene where he's in the shower. Um, I. I actually had like this straight flashback. I had that exact same thing happen to me when I went to rehab, like in the shower, like how the fuck did I get here? Like, how am I here? Why am I here? What did I do? I mean, just that realization of just like, you know, still trying to like figure it out and um, de sheer desperation. Right. And um, it, it was, that's a powerful video. If you haven't checked that out, I would highly recommend that you go do it. Um, I also like that it brings uh, the the the, po the political perspective into it from Big Pharma. And uh, he talks about how my drug dealer is not a drug dealer on the street, on the corner. Uh, my drug dealer is a doctor, basically. And talking about the pharmaceutical industry and how it, you know, how parts of that, pieces of that, you know, is destroying uh, America. And I'm not talking about just in case you have somebody who works in the pharmaceutical industry. I'm not talking about, you know, the majority of folks in there. I'm talking about the high level, the big time, the big guns, the the political aspects of it. Um, that's where it's at in this epidemic that's sweeping the country. And I, I don't know enough on it to really go into any more detail about it than that. And I'm not going to attempt to. But what I will say is if there's someone struggling out there listening right now, or if you know somebody who's struggling, I just want to tell you that there's hope. Um, you can change. They can change. You're not going to change them, you know, but you can be there for them. You can love on them and you can, you can offer them help if they're willing to, to go get it. And that goes for the person too. There is help out there if you are willing to go seek it and go get it. Um, you can change your life. You can live your purpose. You can be the man or the woman that God has really intended you to be. Um, it's just a matter of you giving up, stop fighting yourself, 
and uh, and and go seeking some help. I want to be clear too. There's nothing weak. There's nothing weak about asking for help. If anything, it makes you strong. For when I'm weak, then I am strong. I mean, there's something in that that is so powerful. Um, if if we can practice that, and uh, we we can really move forward in life and 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 really live a true, valuable, um, solid life. You know, nobody wants to be on their deathbed, and and uh, even if you get the opportunity to to be on your deathbed, you might die suddenly. Not to put it on a morbid scale or anything, but even that opportunity to be there and and have regrets. You know, so we should really be waking up every day and 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 thanking. You know, for, for those of us that um, I don't want to say beat this thing because I don't think it's ever beat, but for those of us who can maintain this thing and, and have actually seeked the help. You know, we should be very proud of that, number one, and we should also be very grateful and coming from that place of gratitude on the daily, you know, every single day waking up and being grateful for the things that we've been blessed with, because it can all be taken away in a New York minute, as Don Henley would say, one of my favorites. I believe that was Don Henley, and if I'm wrong on that, my apologies, but Man, good stuff. Good stuff today. This feels good to get this out. I hope you don't mind. This is going back right now. This is bringing it back. This is what it's about. It's not about, you know, sponsorships and and numbers and money and all that stuff. I'm really feeling um I'm really feeling whole again. And I hope you can hear it in my voice. Um we're going to we're still going to have some interviews coming up. I have um I have some some great folks actually lined up coming on. Uh, to talk about recovery and to provide some resources. Uh, but right now I'm just kind of chilling. I'm just kind of kicking back. I'm enjoying life. Um, I hope that, that uh, you know, the podcast is helping helping you out there, um, helping everybody. I hope you're connecting. I hope you're spreading the word. Please tell a friend about the show too. You know, if you if you have a friend or, or, or somebody out there that you know that might be interested in the show uh, that might help them or might help one of their family members, please spread the word. Uh, Sober Guy Radio is, um, you know, a solid resource, and there's many resources to branch out from there. Uh, check out the website thatsoberguy.com. Uh, there's the six quick tips to quit drinking in 24 hours. It's a free download, uh, something I put together that you can, if you're questioning trying to quit drinking, um, you know, you can you can check that out and hopefully get you started, get you on the right on the right track there. Uh, peace, love, respect. Um, Really stoked, really stoked to do this. Um, I'm such a blessed dude. I love all of you. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually bring it back right now from from David from Azure. If nobody's told you they love you today, I love you. Keep your blood clean.